Hello, hello, and welcome to the Healthy Be Human podcast. My name is Callie. I'm your podcast host, and I am so excited to have you here today listening to today's episode. Wherever you are in the world, welcome, my gorgeous queen. Today's episode is a super fun one because we have a special guest on the podcast. You already know him, and we all love him. It is my husband, John Gwali. He is here and we're going to be talking all things, how to live in the will of God and serve others and love others well, using different spiritual gifts and all the different ways to do that. So that being said, we're going to start things off with our self-check-in today. So our self-check-in is a time to just ground ourselves, press pause in the midst of our busy lives and really see how we're doing. So wherever you are, take a nice deep inhale through your nose, fill up your lungs with so much goodness, so much love, (laughs) so much love into your beautiful, amazing body. And then on your exhale, just release any tension, any doubt, any limiting beliefs, let it go with your breath. And then when you're ready, ask yourself on a scale of one to 10, 10 being amazing, one being not so hot, how am I feeling today? Just getting real with yourself, never judging yourself, seeing where you're at. Your emotions and your feels are actually signals that something could be going wrong or something slightly off inside of you, or they could be signals that things are going great. So it's really important to not push your emotions to the side and ignore them because They truly can show if there is something in your life that's maybe not great. Okay, I want you to ask yourself, how can I make my life and my mindset more positive? Just think about little things. If you could switch your mindset from, oh, I have to do this to I get to do this, or, oh, it's so cold outside to I'm so thankful for this amazing winter that I'm getting to experience. So just think of some ways you can have some gratitude in your life. Take a moment, maybe press pause and think about it, write it down, and then resume. All right, now I want you to grab your water and let's all hydrate our hot bods in three, two, one. Cheers, my gorgeous queen to hydration. I always say hydrate yourself every 30 minutes. Okay, now I want you to ask yourself, have I stood up in the past 60 minutes? You know the drill. If you haven't stood up, stand up, shake out the legs, shake out the arms, get the blood flowing, and then sit back down. Okay, now I want you to tell yourself one compliment. It is the month of February, first week of February, the month of love. It's so important to have a healthy relationship with yourself. So tell yourself a compliment like you would a best friend. Maybe you'll feel weird at first, but the more you start to talk to yourself kindly, it's going to feel more and more natural. And last but not least, I want you to ask yourself a little check-in. How do I show others love? This could be strangers, friends, family, clients, acquaintances. Okay, hold on to that. We're going to get into our life update. (laughs) So... We, let's think, I don't even know when I last recorded an episode. I guess I was on last Tuesday. Since last Tuesday, we went in and had an ultrasound for our baby, which was so exciting. The baby is healthy. It has a heartbeat. We got to see the heart beating. It kind of looked like a little butterfly. It was beating so fast. And it was just so cool seeing the actual little baby. It's so small and so cute. 
And they said that they think I'm a little bit over seven weeks right now. And the due date, the expected due date is actually on my birthday, which is so wild. And I love it. It's so cool because my mom, when she was pregnant with me, actually had the same thing happen. So her birthday is on September 12th. Mine's on September 14th. And they told her that they expected her me to be born, I think it was on her birthday or in that same window of time. I was almost born on her birthday, but I was a couple days off. So I think it's really funny that it's literally paralleled. And now my baby is expected to be due on my birthday, which is so cool and so fun. Otherwise, today was a big day of doing things I've been resisting. I went to the DMV and got a new license with my last name. I got married in April. I have been fully resisting changing my last name because it's such a process. Got the social security changed a couple weeks ago. And then today, finally, I went to the DMV and got the new ID, feeling good. And then I spent the day working on getting a new passport. So lots of fun things I've been truly resisting doing. But I will say that I find myself resisting things. And then when I actually do them, it's literally like they're so much easier than I anticipated in my head. Like my in my mind, I made things such a large deal. And then when it actually happens, it's like an hour of my life that I've spent just, that it literally takes that long. And then I've been spending so many time just thinking about how I don't want to do it. So if you're resonating with that, I challenge you to do something you resist tomorrow or today. <laughs> Could be anything, big or small. Take the first step. The first step is always not that large. Okay. Other than that, our self-love club Pilates challenge started on Monday. If you're listening to this on the day this podcast drops, today is the last day you can sign up for the challenge. I'll link it below. Sign up for it. It is going to be a blast. It's Pilates and journaling. The workouts have lots of self-love affirmations in them. The whole purpose of the challenge is to help you fall in love with yourself and to build a healthy relationship with your body because I don't know about you, but for so many years of my life, I literally hated my body. I spent time in the gym just staring at myself in the mirror, wishing I could change how I looked. I would do things that genuinely were not healthy for my body in terms of wanting to lose weight quickly. And so it has been a process to really rewire how I see myself and to do things out of a place of love, to move my body out of a place of this is good and healthy and it's good for my body to get stronger. And it doesn't have to be, I have to hate my body through the whole process of any kind of transformation. So that's linked below if you want to check it out. And otherwise, other than that, John, do you have any updates you can think of? John's sitting right next to me. <laughs> I have an update. We were so fed up with our dog, Joy, um, <laughs> jumping on Callie and like biting it, you know, like nipping. Like she is 14 months now and, you know, gets a little excited and stuff. And we watched an episode of Caesar Milan on Disney Plus. It's called Better Human, Better Dog or something like that. And, um, We've been setting boundaries with her and she just stopped. Like she's like a perfect dog now. All she needed was boundaries and some like stricter rules. So was, that was like a really great transformation. Um, <laughs> like other than the baby thing, that was so beautiful. Um, I just like keeping on, keeping on. Like God is super cool. You've been surfing a lot too. Yeah, I made a new friend and we've been surfing several times now. It's funny because... I think every time you guys have hung out, I tag along and just sit on the beach yeah, at a awesome. distance. <laughs> yeah. It's great. 
Everything's better in threes. <laughs> the first time they hung out, they went fishing and I went and like I walked onto the beach first and then I walked like I saw his friend and his friend didn't know me. And so I awkwardly just walked away to the left and sat down because <laughs> I don't know. I didn't want your friend to think like, oh, this other person came like he brought his wife. I don't know. So I awkwardly sat really far to the side. But now it's not like that because <laughs> I don't want to crash your hangout. <laughs> yeah, it's been super fun. <laughs> OK, <laughs> let's get into the episode. <laughs> okay who reel it in reel it in um okay let's get into the episode that's pretty much all the updates oh wait i have one more story i have to share really fast it's it's the phone story this is kind of a testimony of the lord and also a warning if you're a beach ocean gal um what could happen when the tide's coming in and you don't realize it so we were taking I'll just spill the deets now, but I'm going to be changing my Instagram username in a couple days. I'll announce it and why I'm doing that on Instagram, but that's the I'm sweaty and I know Instagram. She will be changing soon, so prepare yourself. Anyways, I did a little photo shoot to announce that name change, and in the midst of it, the sunset was so beautiful and we were like, let's do a couples just shoot as well. And I brought my tripod so we could just take selfies on it using, there's an app if you like to take photos and you like to take a lot of photos, it's called Lens Buddy. It's such a little life hack. So we're using Lens Buddy and we're using the back camera on my phone. It was in the tripod and we were like, okay, let's put the tripod a little closer to the ocean so it can get us closer up. So we have it there all as well. Amazing, beautiful photos coming in hot. All of a sudden, I don't even know like what caused me to do this, but I look over at the tripod as it's taking photos. The wave has smashed into the tripod and it's like in slow motion in my mind. Like literally slow motion. Slow like motion. Tipping over. And, and we both like look at each other. And again, it all happened in slow motion. We look at each other and I like run. And I sprint and I grab the tripod. And I'm like, yes, I got and it. Like, I got it. And then Callie's like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, I look at the tripod and the, there was no phone. In I literally it. was like, no, no, no. And I'm wearing this really cute, like pink sweater crop top sweater skirt whatever really not nice made for the ocean not made for sifting through the ocean water i like i was also wearing my wedding ring and engagement ring completely forgot about it i'm like digging through the water like trying to find my phone and, and, and all of this happened within the span of about five seconds so you know how the wave <laughs> comes in and then it peaks and then it like goes back and pulls the <laughs> shells and pulls in sand so I grabbed the tripod at the peak and then Callie is sifting through while the, while the wave is going back. And so we see like these rocks tumbling and everything in the phone. wave. And we thought it was the phone. And, and I, I got to the point of just like surrender, you know, when you have something happen like that, you lose something. And all of a sudden it's just like, you tried so hard to look for it. And all of a sudden it's like, it's gone. What can I do? I had just hit that point of complete surrender to the situation. I turn around and my phone, by the grace of the Lord, is stuck in the wet sand. 
I like dived on that thing as the second wave was coming towards it and the phone survived. The picture survived. There's There are pictures from underwater because <laughs> it was yes. taking them at like two second intervals. So have <laughs> it several, kept taking them. It kept taking them. There's f- like our face when it like started to topple over. It's so funny. It's so it's so funny. I feel like it's such an influencer in the wild moment. Yeah, that's got to go on, on Instagram. Yeah, I posted on my story, but it's so good. Yeah, so that happened. And then the phone was in the bag of rice for the night and it survived. The phone's alive, but it made me realize I definitely need to break the phone addiction because I was, my reaction to it was so intense. It was like, no. Like I've never seen Callie in that level of panic. <laughs> it was not healthy, but we're, we're going to get through it. We're going to get through it. <laughs> it was a healing moment. It was a healing op for sure. Anyways, that happened. It was after that, we sat on the beach and ate the rest of the cake. Yeah. And we laughed like, yeah. like once Callie got the phone, I just was laughing. I was like, God is so good. Like, <laughs> like how? Thank the Lord. And, and we were just, we were laughing afterwards. Like in the moment it was super intense, but I mean, we were laughing the whole time afterwards because God is just good and it was yeah. so funny. It was just like the perfect day. And then all of a sudden tragedy. And then it was like happy fun again. Anyways, that's the updates. That's the funny story of the week. So let's get into today's episode, which is all about really following the Lord's will. And I'm going to just enter this in talking about something called self-centered Christianity. And I don't want to make this episode by any means guilt filled shame filled none of that if you feel any of those emotions or feelings that is not from the lord those things are not from god in fact it's the enemy trying to make you feel like you're not doing a good job or you're not doing enough the purpose of this topic is one i think it's a really good convicting thing to talk about as christians there's so much stuff out there that's all the feel good stuff all the work on ourselves which is awesome like there's a purpose and there's a need for that but also i think it's important to not be selfish with the gospel and not make it all about ourselves because the lord does call us to serve others and to love others well so how can we really live out the lord's will and purpose for our lives in a way that's not just me 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 and i am talking about this from a place of i'm working on this myself still so i don't want to act all high and mighty and be like i've mastered this but i think it's something that we should talk about and will help us like truly live out the lord's will for us and fully tap into the reason he created us and what he has in store to use us to grow his kingdom. All right. So that being said, John, do you want to kind of kick us off with talking about how do we walk in the Lord's will and serve others well? Yeah. So let's just start with a quick prayer. God, we just ask that you guide our conversation and whoever's listening to this right now, Lord, I pray that you would just send your Holy Spirit to Uh, minister to them and just speak the truth and that they would um, have an open heart to receive what you're trying to show them today in jesus name amen amen i love it all right so callie yeah callie you want to start yeah (laughs) let's read some scripture i think that's the best way to start any topic about the lord okay so i am in first peter four and the verse that i'm starting at is first peter 4 7 the version i'm reading is the wait what is this what is nlt new living translation is the new living translation okay 
there's different versions of the Bible if you're new to the Bible. So if your version doesn't align with mine, that's totally normal. You probably have a different version of the Bible you're reading. The messages are pretty much the same. Okay, let's do it. The end of the world is coming soon. Therefore, be earnest and disciplined in your prayers. Most important of all, continue to show deep love for each other, for love covers a multitude of sins. Cheerfully share your home with those who need a meal or a place to stay. God has given each of you a gift from his variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. All glory and power to him forever and ever. Amen. All right. That is a, that's a lot of scripture, a lot of things packed in. Do you want to start by talking about what stuck out to you? Verse seven is where we started. Yeah. So I think it's important because Peter's saying um, that all these gifts are to be used to serve others. So it's not to be like, oh, like I have this cool gift and that's so fun for me. Like, <laughs> wow. And just like bask in it, which I've been, you know, I, I have been guilty of in the past. Like, oh, wow. God is so cool how he did this for me. Ah. And that's okay to glorify the Lord in Amen. those moments yeah. too. Yeah. And it's great. Um, we should be thanking the Lord and glorifying him in everything. A hundred percent. But I, it got to a point where I was like, I, I was I had such a full cup and in th- this this is amazing. I mean, I pray that everyone gets to this point where they have such a full cup that they just like need to pour into people. So I had such a full cup that I was just like, man, like I gotta do something with this. Like, there's gotta be more. Like, other people need to hear this stuff. And so, um, yeah, I just started kind of kind of focusing on others. So what? What are spiritual gifts? So spiritual gifts are things that the Holy Spirit gave to the believers um, after Jesus was resurrected and came back and poured out his Holy Spirit onto the apostles, the disciples, the 12 disciples. Um, and then people then were baptized in the Holy Spirit. And when they were baptized in the Holy Spirit, um, you know, some people would speak in tongues or prophesy. Um, and then there were several letters in the New Testament from Paul that talk about the different spiritual gifts, which are like words of knowledge, um, prophecy, um, things like that. So how do you know, or like making this less of an interview, <laughs> how did you figure out like what was your spiritual gift? So I... I always had an inclination that mine was words of knowledge, but that's partially because I misinterpreted the scripture in college. I didn't really know what it meant. I just thought it meant I was really smart. (laughs) (laughs) But then several years later, um, actually like about a month ago, the Lord God woke me up in the middle of the night with just a random scripture on my mind. And it's not like I had read that verse or anything recently, but it, I just, I turned to it in my Bible app at like three in the morning and it was about words of knowledge. And what that means is basically like when I, when I know the Holy Spirit's working through me and which we'll talk about in a sec, 
like sometimes I'll get a, a special bit of knowledge about someone like, oh, like you have a son and he's 18, which I did at, at dinner uh, with Callie once. There was a man sitting behind her and I, and I felt the Lord say, he's got an you know, 18-year-old son. And I went up to him and said, hey, you know, felt the Lord tell me you, you have an 18-year-old son. He was like, oh, do you know him? I was like, no. He was like, oh, but he's 19. I said, oh, okay. I'm still training in my gift, but that was what I got. And so I was able to minister to him and talk to him about Jesus. Yeah, that was super cool. For me, I, and like, we've talked, we've chatted about this. Like, is it possible to have multiple spiritual gifts? And I believe, yes, you can have multiple, multiple spiritual gifts and the Lord will give you those gifts when he needs you to have them. Yeah. So there's several gifts, like the gift of faith or the gift of healing, or the gift of miracles. And there are several times where, and the gift of prophecy, several times where I thought, you know, I only have one gift, and well, it's got to be one of these, right? But at the same time, like, we've learned how to prophesy with just training our abilities to hear God's voice. This is uh, me and Callie I'm referring to. And so with the gift of words of knowledge and also being able to prophesy, and also being able to have faith and lay hands on people and them heal, things like that, um, you know, it goes to show that, you know, people can have more than one gift as, as the Lord needs us to. And so what are some ways that, some tangible ways that, first of all, someone can figure out what is my gift? And then number two is how do they use their gift in their day-to-day life to serve other people? Yeah, I think just starting with the mindset of like, okay, I can have any and all of these gifts and walking by the Spirit, the Holy Spirit will equip you with these gifts as you need. And so we're, we're about to get into what does it mean to walk by the Spirit. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where I'd start is just walking by the Spirit. And when you're doing so, um, He will give you gifts that you need. Um, And then from there, I mean, at least in my experience, um, you know, it it just, the Lord revealed it to me in time. So, yeah. So what does walking by the Spirit mean? All right, let's get the Bibles out. So we're going to be in Galatians 5, and I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. Um, This is a little lengthy, but just hear me out. Um because it, it, it kind of reads like a conversation. That's why I like this translation so well. Um, so, yeah. So Paul is saying, I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Right? This is what we were just talking about. He said, then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. Evil and God are opposed, is what he's saying. He said, and the Spirit gives us the desires that are opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you're not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you're directed by the Spirit, you're not under obligation to the law of Moses. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, so Paul is saying, this is the fruit, like the fruit of your labor, if you've ever heard that, like, what fruit do you bear? So he's saying, when you walk by the desires of your sinful nature, which is also called the flesh, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, which basically just means fighting or bickering, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, 
you know, me, 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 uh, dissension, which is like division. Uh, there's also division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. And I definitely probably was involved with all of these in college, except for sorcery. Um, and then he says, but let me tell you again, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. So he's saying, when you're walking by your sinful nature, these things, you know, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, pride, all these things, that comes out of living in our flesh. But he says, the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives, the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There's no law against these things. And then um, one or two verses down, he says, since we're living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. So I don't know if you guys caught that, but he's basically juxtaposing big college word (laughs) he's juxtaposing what it means like to live in our flesh versus to live by the spirit so callie what what's your like first question about that my first question what do you mean by that like do you have any questions about what i just read (laughs) i'm trying to make this more of a conversation i feel like i'm in school (laughs) (laughs) taking notes uh, <laughs> to all of you guys who didn't skip forward god bless you thank you and if you did skip forward make sure to rewind and read like listen to this whole thing because it's really important or get out your bible and read galatians 5 16 through 26 okay once i got to you so one of the things that god revealed to me recently was that it's clear to me when i'm in the flesh right there's there's the body soul and in the spirit and i know when i'm in my body and my soul soul being the mind will and emotions and the spirit the holy spirit indwells in our in our spirit when we're born in christ when we're reborn in christ so i know when i'm in my flesh the body and the soul when i have outbursts of anger you know when i get super frustrated at the driver or you know oh i get like triggered and like get that like knot in my stomach or if I'm just being selfish and like totally disregarding what people think or like cutting people off in traffic instead of, you know, letting them go first. Um, or idolatry. I mean, putting things above God, like putting, you know, putting Cali above God or the do- my dogs above God or my work above God, um, anything like that. So kind of moving this back into talking about like how do we serve others how would you apply this to serving others yeah not just reflecting ourselves so okay so i'll finish my my little point the point i was trying to make is that god showed me that when i live in the flesh those things happen right i get angry and all these things but when i walk by the spirit i will feel love and joy and peace and patience so if i'm not feeling peace and patience right if i feel anxious in my stomach okay, am I, am I living in the flesh? Um, you know, am, am I concerned about things from the physical world instead of seeing the things how God sees them? Things like that. 
Um, so how to serve others with that is like, I mean, there's, there have been so many conversations that you and I have had, Callie, where, you know, one of us decided to walk by the spirit in the conversation and it totally changed the conversation around to just end any arguments. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually a really good way of a really easy, not easy, but a very just tangible day-to-day way that we can serve others is in how we respond to them, especially in conversation. I know for me personally, like it's for most of my life, the, if someone said something that offended me or made me feel like they were judging my character or whatever, I'd immediately like speak so fast and it was defensive and I think, I mean, I still am working on this. I am not perfect at this, but I'm working on it. I'm aware of it. I found the times when like, okay, I'm going to get so real. A lot of, not a lot. I don't want to like speak this out, but I found before that going to church, sometimes things happen in the car, like <sighs> conversations happen where it turns into bickering. We've had this happen many times before, John and I. Yeah, because Satan doesn't want us to go to church right. or be happy <laughs> with each other, you know, especially on our way to church. Bickering. The times that the it didn't escalate and the times that it actually resolved itself is when one of us would literally just like pause and close our eyes and just ask the Holy Spirit to guide the conversation and just surrender it to the Holy Spirit. I did this before and it gave me this totally new perspective on John and on how he was in the moment. And it actually led to just like some deliverance, some healing, some just talking through things that was going on in his life. And it was beautiful. And we ended up just like way closer in our relationship and the Lord was at the center of it. And like, I'm saying this because your coworker, your friend, that person who maybe causes you to feel annoyance on a daily basis because they are not very nice. The ways that we speak to others and it it's, can serve someone well or bad. Like we've all had that person in our life who say a customer service person at the grocery, not customer service, a person working at the grocery store who maybe was having a bad day and the way they spoke to us was full of attitude and wasn't very kind and then it rubbed off on us. It made us feel like, oh, like what? And then the person that we came in contact next with, we were rude to them and then it just is like a chain reaction. So truly serving someone in love, I believe that one of the easiest ways is to do that is to simply be slow to speak and slow to anger and invite the Holy Spirit into every single conversation and let the Lord lead and put the words on our tongues rather than us immediately jumping to the first thing we think of. Yeah. And one of the ways that, you know, Callie and I have been learning to um, invite the Holy Spirit into the conversation. I mean, I, I know I've been learning this and, and in our class, we've been learning similar things. It's just be in constant communication with God. And you're like, well, what does that mean? Um, like I'll often pray before I answer and you're like, okay, that's going to take forever for me to answer someone. But if it can be as simple as like, God, what do I say? And just be ready 
to speak what the Lord says, and and you'll know it's God if it aligns with Scripture. Um, and yeah, if it doesn't, Callie, I think made this um, made this analogy that Satan is like the drama queen at school, and like any anything Satan says is basically trying to stir people up in anger because he's the father of lies. He's a liar. He slanders people, gossips about them, and things like that, and tries to get you know, you to be mad at someone that has no, that you have no reason to be mad at. Whereas God is love. He's love and he's truth. And so if it's not truth, biblical truth, not facts and experience per se, um, if it's not biblical truth, then it's not from God. Yeah. And moving on to just a couple other ways that we can serve others. I also love that you said that about the drama queen, because transparently we pause the episode (laughs) because I was offended by something John said to me and then it led I was believe I straight up the enemy was planting things in my mind about what John was saying and I was completely misinterpreting them and then it almost blew up into a whole thing but thankfully the Holy Spirit intervened on that but it does happen it can happen truly in any moment so we have to be on alert at how the enemy maybe is trying to get in the way of things yeah and and that is a good reminder because you know, in that moment, I knew exactly what was happening, that it was spiritual and not like Callie's going to, you know, divorce me or anything or like <laughs> leave me. You know, I have nothing to fear because I know, OK, this is just stupid little Satan trying to mess with our episode. Like that's not going to happen. And so I, I prayed silently as Callie kind of you know, regrouped and um, then we prayed out loud together and we got back into it. Yeah. But it, it, I think it's really important as we walk in the spirit that that we just like we are unfazed like jesus was unfazed wherever he went like he went and sat with sinners today i went into a smoke shop and prayed for someone and he needed prayer that day wait share okay explain that story because that was so <laughs> cool also don't so backstory on john is can i share the okay he's everything share everything you want he used to be addicted to nicotine like drooling and smoking weed and stuff like that i also was addicted to vape for a bit as well and so he would actually go into smoke shops we go and we've went into them before together but that's not part of our life anymore and so when you when he got home from going on his errands and he's like yeah i felt the lord call me to a smoke shop i was like what i was so shocked i was like i walked up and i saw the sign that said thc no medical card required and i was like uh oh but i then i was just i was just praying the whole time i was walking up yeah okay so wait share that story it's so cool okay so to keep this short i basically left home depot where i just had prayed for a guy um and we talked for like 30 minutes and as I got in my car and started driving away, I felt the Holy Spirit like tugging at my heart, like being like, no, nah, like you got to gotta go to the smoke shop. Like he's pointed it out to me. And I was like, okay, it, uh, I don't know. It's hard to hear you right now, God. So I'm just going to keep driving. And I kept driving and I got less comfortable, like more and more uncomfortable in my stomach. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to turn around. And like, if I feel peace and I know God's, God's bringing me here. So I turned around and felt peace. And I parked, and I walk in, and no one's in there. And then the guy comes out of the back, and he's like, hey, man, like, how can I help you today? Like, you need anything? I was like, yeah, man, hey, I'm actually not here to buy anything. Um, and I told him I was straight up. I was like, yeah, actually, I, I heard the 
or I like felt the Lord tell me to come in here and ask you if you need prayer for anything in a smoke shop <laughs> That's that so sells bold. weed. And he was like, dude, no way. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, bro, you serious? I was like, yeah. He was like, dude, I've had like the worst day. Like, this is amazing. Like, and he basically had been like, fallen out of his faith for several years and you know i invited him to church on sunday got his number he likes to surf so we might go surf together and he was like see you sunday like he was so stoked to go to church yeah and we talked and we bonded and he just like he had this desire and you know had i not been there had i not been listening to the holy spirit walking by the spirit just gratifying my flesh which is selfish ambition like oh, i want to go to target and get these you know dumbbells so i can get physically stronger in my body um and and that's what i wanted to do i wanted to just go so that i could get this you know i could get my agenda done mm. and yeah god just worked and it was really cool yeah and that's like another way we can serve others and i've also been learning this recently and it's definitely I will say it has been a very uncomfortable thing because it takes boldness to go up to a total stranger and ask, hey, can I pray for you? Hey, can, hey, like just like introduce yourself and talk to them about the Lord. But this is one way and this, our church pushes this a lot and it's amazing, honestly. Like we're not called here to just live a life for ourselves. The Lord has given us so much and like Jesus was on this earth and he was, like serving others, like healing people, delivering them. He was just encouraging people, like all, just all these things. And it doesn't have to look like going on a mission trip across the world to pray for someone or to serve someone else. Like it can be literally going to the grocery store and being in constant conversation with the Lord and just like asking him, hey, is there anyone here that you want me to pray over you? And like he'll point people out and just checking in. Hey, God, is that the person? Like, do you what? How do you want me to go up to them? Just asking him those things. Like, this is something I'm also personally really working on. I've only prayed over one person, one stranger before very recently, and it was really awesome and so beautiful. Like, but I do know that sometimes people do get rejection from it, and so that's something that I've I've honestly been like not wanting to do it again because I'm scared of that rejection, but I'm not going to let that control me or stop me in Jesus name. Anyways, um, <laughs> a little healing off there, but this is one way like we can serve people literally anywhere. Yeah. And if you are afraid of what people will think of you and you feel like the Holy Spirit's calling you to pray for this person, but you're just like, ah, like this is so weird. Like they go to my school or, or whatever it is. Um, Hebrews 13, 5 and 6 says, don't love money, be satisfied with what you have. That's a side conversation. Really important though. Um, and, and it says, for God has said, I will never fail you and I will never abandon you. Other translations say, I'll never leave you or forsake you. And then it says, so we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. So I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? Like seriously. You're already saved. You're already going to heaven. You're already seated at the right hand of the Father. You, you, like, what's the worst that can happen? You get, like, beat up. I mean, as much as that might stink, like, 
Jesus tells us that we, when we're persecuted for righteousness sake, like when we're persecuted for sharing the gospel, we have a bigger reward in heaven. Um, so it's just having a kingdom mindset yeah. as well. And, and also it's important, like I said, there's the flesh, right? There's the body and the soul, and then there's the spirit. So it's important to do this kind of stuff by the spirit. Because that'll prevent a lot of frustration, fits of anger, you know, selfish ambition. Like, oh, like, I want to save five people today at, at the grocery store. Like, yeah. like I want to bring eight people to Christ this week. <laughs> That's not how the spirit works. While you might save eight people that week or, or, or just pray for one person who needs to be encouraged, the spirit will guide us. Yeah. And anything we try and do in the flesh brings about, like, sweat and tension and... Oh, yeah, well, you know, I didn't want to pray for you anyways. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> that kind of mentality. Yeah. And, and when we're rejected and we're walking by the Spirit, it's not us. We just say, hey, you want this free gift of just being blessed by the Lord? And they say, no, no thanks. I say, okay, all right. Like, I'm not offended. This is just something that God told me to say. And it goes down to, like, the your self-image or image. I mean, the Lord is, like... The way that he looks at you and loves you, it's not going to change because someone, silly Sally, whatever, told you, oh, you're an idiot. Like, why would you even try and pray for me? Like, that's not going to, well, that girl or what guy or whatever might in the moment be like offended or mean or whatever. Their opinion is so much less important than what the Lord thinks about you. And the Lord is proud of you in this moment, in those moments when you listen to him and serve him and walk with him. And like, he loves you no matter how much rejection you get or whatever. Cause it's not about other, it's not about getting other people's approval. It's literally about serving the Lord and walking with his purpose for your life. Um, and this just kind of goes into like, I think these are two really easy or not easy, but like just tangible ways to start serving others in your life and i mean these are things that i'm working on personally and i think that's why like it's really cool to share this because it's not like i'm perfect at it i think john is he's really inspiring to me because he's grown so much in this boldness and i've watched him be so bold in going out to other people praying for them listening to the spirit in truly all of his areas of his life and like it's inspiring to me and it takes practice i will say i've watched him practice and i'm in the very beginning stages of working on this so don't feel intimidated please don't feel intimidated if you're like i don't even know where to start with that and back to like the grocery store you know evangelism scenario or even if it's like i want to like you know read my bible in public like while i wait for my my class or like i want to you know read my bible at work or things like that um not saying that you should like not do your work but you feel what i'm saying like like on break or, or whatever it is that mean girl chatter right imagine that that guy or girl who's gonna think like what are they doing that's so cringe that's the voice of satan it's, yeah it's not that, that person I, I had that realization earlier i was like because i used to listen to like christian renditions of like pop music beats and the beats were like not as good sounding. And I was like, oh, this is like so cringe. Like, oh, I want to like listen to Post Malone now. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, like this is just like bad. Like, bro, like get a life. 
and now I'm I'm making worship EDM and it slaps. It is so good. And I was listening to Christian reggae music today and it was so good. Like there's some fire in there. So any mean girl, mean guy chatter, um, or thoughts or thoughts. Yeah. Thoughts about what people might think is from the enemy. Reject it. Be like, that's not me. Yeah. Say, I do not own this thought and go away in Jesus name. And like, for me, it helps to just imagine that thought I'm handing it off to God. I'm like, take this thought away, please. Cause it's not true. Take it away. And it's awesome. I think some really fast couple fire off tangible ways to serve others and love others that maybe aren't just praying over someone or whatever. It's like just speaking love to others, encouraging others, complimenting each other, building each other up, little things like that. Just speaking life-giving thoughts, even to strangers, just be like, hey, I love your hair today. Or like, hey, like, I hope you have the best day. God bless you. Just little things like that are beautiful ways to serve others. And then also serving those in need. I mean, it's, we're called in the Bible, the scripture that I read from was that second Peter? Like straight up says, serve those in need. Like if you see someone on the street who has like, maybe doesn't have a home or doesn't have food. Like if you have water in your car or a snack or something, and you feel like the Lord's calling you to give them something like, like give them some food. Like, I mean, I think a lot of us are very privileged. I mean, if you're listening to this, you're probably doing pretty well. I mean, at least you can have an electronic to listen to this. And so just doing little things like that, like serving the less fortunate, giving back, things like that, just being generous, but not doing it for yourself, doing it truly for the Lord, because he's calling you to do that. I think that's something that's been really, really helpful for me in just so many different ways in my life. There's a verse, the two verses that I love, um, and Galatians, if you go to chapter six, verses two and three in the New Living Translation. And the reason I like the New Living Translation for this specific set of scripture is because of the last line, which is kind of a mic drop, like, and and it, the other translations say something similar, but it just like is older English and doesn't really make as much sense, but it's saying the same thing. It says, share each other's burdens, share each other's burdens, and in this way, obey the law of Christ. If you think you are too important to help someone, you're only fooling yourself. You're not that important. So that that part, you're like you're only fooling yourself if you think you're too important to help someone. You're not that important. It was really humbling. And in Romans 15, 1 through 3, it basically says, like, Christ didn't please himself. So if we're not pleasing ourselves, but we're sharing one another's burdens, like, hey, I mean, this is a good, an extreme example, but like, hey, um, you know, hey, neighbor, I, I see that you're, you know, selling your car. I'd, I'd love to share this, you know, with my friends, like, and, and you have nothing to gain from it, but just helping people. Hey, like, can I help you carry these carts back to, to the guy bringing carts in from Walmart? Hey, like, yeah. can I help you? Or just thinking of, like, the things that other people would do and that you could do for them. Like, mm. I used to be kind of a jerk about you know leaving my receipt and the self-checkout thing and all the employees there to get it that's what (laughs) they're paid to do then i would leave my basket like okay well that you know it's just a basket it's not you don't even have to bend down they just like whatever (laughs) i was so like entitled but the lord recently convicted me like do things that that serve other people 
And so I've started, you know, thinking of like loving others as myself. Like if I was in their shoes, how would I want them to treat me? Mm. And and then treating treating them that way. So good. I love that. That's a great way to wrap it up. But I really hope this episode resonated with you in some way. And if you're feeling any type of like shame or guilt or ever feel like you're not doing enough, those are thoughts from the enemy. Literally take it one step at a time. Ask the Lord what he wants you to do ministry wise. How can you serve? Just give it to the Lord. He will tell you. He will show you. He'll put the people on in your life, on your heart. And it's so cool. Anyways, I'm sending you all the love in the world, praying for you. And also one last quick announcement is we have our weekly virtual Bible studies on our Healthy But Human group chat. I will link it below. It is a Zoom call or meeting every single week. It's an hour long, super chill. All of us just growing in our faith and in our walk with the Lord, supporting each other in it and learning how to abide deeper with the Lord. So definitely, definitely join and check it out. It's totally free. And we have them every Monday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern time. All right, that is it. If you love the episode, leave a, please leave a review. It helps the show reach more people. Five and stars. That's my review. Five <gasps> stars. Aw, thanks. But yeah, it helps the, it actually helps the podcast reach more people. And the goal of the podcast is truly to just help people who are getting back in their walk with the Lord and really just helping them in their, in their relationship with God. That's really the, the goal of the podcast with some fun health and wellness stuff along the way. But anyways, I will see you next week. Have the best day. Keep being amazing. And just, yeah, keep being amazing. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye.